Welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Monday, the 22nd of May, with me, Bernadette Anderko. I hope that you've had a super weekend. On the show today, we're going to be hearing from our technical analysis team about what the charts are saying we should be buying right now. But first, Mike Rauber joins me from Investment Writing to update us on what's been moving markets since the end of last week. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bernadette. Mike, perhaps you could start us off by uh, rounding up Friday's market action and and also giving us an insight into what's likely to impact market discussions this week, please. Yes, uh, with pleasure. Uh, so U.S. equities were down only a little on Friday, even as U.S. debt ceiling and regional bank worries weighed on the positive momentum. Only on Thursday, the S&P 500 rose to the highest level in 2023, so this year, and the Nasdaq 100 index closed at a 52-week high. But as you mentioned, uh, Bernadette, on what's likely to uh, impact markets today, uh, this week, it's really two stories from last week. First, U.S. debt ceiling negotiations are being whipsawed between progress and deadlock, and so President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy will be meeting today. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said on Sunday that the chances the U.S. can pay all its bill by mid-June are quite low if there is no agreement on increasing the debt ceiling. And second, the future path of interest rates. Fed Chair Powell reiterated on Friday the view that interest rates may not need to rise as high given credit stresses in the system. These remarks may be viewed as a contrast to some hawkish comments by other Fed members who did not rule out the need for further rate hikes this week. The central bank policy sensitive to year U.S. Treasury yield is starting the week at 4.25%. And I see Europe had a good innings at the end of the week too. Have I, have I got that right? That's correct. Uh, equities rose on Friday uh, in, uh, and Germany's DAX stock index closed at a record high, rising nearly 17% this year. So it is Europe's best performing market. Although it must be said it is one of the few indices that includes dividends in its performance. But nevertheless, the rise is on the back of growing investor confidence in corporate earnings outweighing growth concerns. And separately staying in Europe, the euro is above 108 against the US dollar this morning, as it is being whipsawed by renewed US interest rate discussions, which should be, would be positive, but for the dollar and the ECB's hawkish stance, which is more positive for the euro. Uh, ECB President Lagarde noted just uh, yesterday, so on Sunday, that she's seeing an interest rate hike pause as not being likely based on the information she is seeing. Okay, so um, enough of what's happened leading up to today. Let's let's move on to Asia today. I'm, I'm seeing various headlines out, some positive, but some also more concerning, right? Yes, indeed. At the G7 meeting, US President Biden said he expected ties with China to improve very shortly. But G7 leaders, while they said they wanted constructive and stable relations with China, they also highlighted it the need to de-risk supply chains from China. And only hours later, China announced that it will be banned some sales of chips from the U.S. semiconductor company Micron Technology as it failed to pass a cybersecurity review. Now, with China's central bank deciding to leave the loan prime rate unchanged uh, today, China markets are seeing, I guess one can say, the glass half full. With the Hang Seng up 1.4%, and onshore China gaining about half a percent. Japan equities are continuing their advance with the Nikkei 225 rising a little less than 1%, even 
even as core machinery orders uh, reported today came in lower than expected. Okay, so you've given us the equity news. Um, anything interesting to report on the commodity front today? Yes, uh, in, in fact, two as, uh, things. First, the Brent oil had its first weekly gain since mid-April last week, and it is at uh, $75 a barrel. But what caught my attention was a report by Bloomberg that noted that money managers who trade derivatives linked to oil and fuel prices are about as bearish as they've been in over a decade on expectations of a growth slowdown, which would also uh, result in lower uh, energy prices. And talking about lower energy prices in Europe, last week natural gas prices fell back into what one can call their normal trading range for the first time since the start of the war in Ukraine. It fell below 30 euros per megawatt hours last week. This is after peaking above 340 euro per megawatt hours uh, following Russia slashing of gas exports to Europe. Okay, so let's turn our eyes to the day and the week ahead. Uh, what should we be watching out for, Mike? Yeah, so uh, earnings season is coming to an end, but we still have some companies reporting. Today, Ryanair, uh, NVIDIA, the darling of artificial intelligence investors, is out on Wednesday and Medtronic on Friday, just to name three companies. When it comes to the macroeconomic uh, landscape, it is leading indicators with the release of the purchasing manager indices on Tuesday. UK inflation and the Fed minutes on Wednesday, and a US inflation measure on Friday. And also be on the lookout for speakers from the Fed, ECB, and the Bank of England, as this may also create some headlines. And so this is all for me today. Thank you so much for bringing us up to speed on the markets there, Mike. And now we turn to the technical part of the show with Marcus Wachter. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning. Well, we've heard it from Mike there. Equity markets have been gaining last week. Uh, which markets were the most interesting to you from a technical perspective? Yeah, we have seen uh, some strong moves um, all over the equity markets. The most interesting part has been, or very interesting, has been the S&P 500, where we have been seeing uh, prices above 4,200, which uh, seems to be the, the strong resistance level we need to overcome to uh, have for the bullishness in the market. We traded shortly above that, now traded back uh, down again. So we are around the 4,190 or so. So it will be interesting to see this week if we can break above this level and uh, sustain prices above that level. Also considering that there is a lot of uh, short positioning which could lead to um, um, short covering and then increase the speed of, of rises in case we stay above that level. There have been even more gains on the NASDAQ 100. We've been rising around 3.4% uh, over the week and um, also painting a, a good picture of uh, further ongoing recovery. Not to forget the, the German market, the DAX, who's been rising above uh, 16,000. Also quite of a good move trading above uh, resistance levels uh, we have seen. But uh, one of the, the biggest breakouts we have seen on the Nikkei, we have been, been breaking above the 31,000 level. We haven't seen uh, prices that high since uh, 2021. And this marks a, a big move for the market and gives a very positive signal for further gains, as this has been a long 
period below that level, accumulating momentum to break above. Okay. And um, Japan has also been interesting on the currency side. I think we've seen some strong moves in the dollar yen. Could you give us a comment on that, please? Yes, we have recently upgraded the US dollar yen to neutral. We had um, the dollar gaining now against the, the yen. We have seen uh, it finding support around uh, 130 uh, this year and uh, now trading up back to 140 or almost uh, being at this level now. It will be very interesting as the 140 or 138 level is like a strong resistance for the US dollar yen. And it will be very interesting to see how this is going to proceed over the next weeks. Okay, thanks very much for that, Marcus. Thank you so much for joining us. Please tune in again tomorrow when Helen Freer will be back with more of our experts to guide you through what's moving markets. Good luck today and goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Business Leaders is a monthly podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs across the globe. We delve into the details of how they started their careers their journeys and building businesses, and hear about some of the challenges that they faced along the way. Search for Business Leaders on your favourite podcast player.